Greetings all and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast and editorial meeting for Quest On Media. I'm your host, Russell Morse. Welcome now to part two of our editorial extravaganza, a Quest On editorial meeting too big for just one episode. I'd like to welcome back Amelia Gonzalez, Sarah Tyler, and our venerable producer, holding it down in the booth, Eming Piazza. Um, Amelia. Yes. You said you uh, had something for us today, a friend of yours. You wanted to talk about a friend yeah. of yours? I do have a friend. Hit me. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend. You've come so far. Actually, no, it was so sad because the other day, this is totally separate, but it's about friends. I, so you guys, I recently fell in love. Wow, congratulations. I know. And everyone's like anticipating it to like burn into flames. I am not because I'm not. Congratulations. Love is the only real Everyone's like, yeah, it's like that at first. And then it's ruined. And I'm like, I know, I know. Okay, I've been in a codependent relationship. I understand what that was. Wow, you sound like me. I. I was talking to her the other day and she was like, cause like I was working crazy hours and then now I'm not working as crazy hours, but she was like, do you have like friends that like you hang out with? And I was like, yeah, like, yeah. And then <laughs> I considered you guys my friends. As you should. We are your friends. A million <laughs> but I realized. And so then she was like, you need to hang out with people. Like you need to go make some friends. You need to like really make these friends. And I was like, fine. So then I hung out with someone the other night, but then I was like, this is why I don't have friends. Because she goes to like law school right now, so all she wanted to talk about was like law, and I was like, ah. Yeah, that's anyway. Wait, wasn't this the plot of that movie, I Love You Man? Isn't that what happened? <laughs> but this guy's getting married, and he's totally committed to his wife, and then his wife is like, who's going to be in your, like, grooms? Oh, Who are right. going to be your groomsmen? So he has oh, yeah. To, yeah, so he has to go friends. out. Yeah, it's Paul Rudd. He has to go out and make friends. So he goes on all these like friend dates uh, right. to to put together some groomsmen. Are, it's, are so you you're the Paul that? Rudd. Are you asking Thank to you. be her best person? <laughs> I would be honored. To be your you guys can totally all be at the wedding. No pressure if you meet somebody cooler <laughs> along the way. Well, I, I promise have, you. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I have some friends somewhere. I have friends. I just it's okay to have small know. circles. It's I have, okay. I okay. have you guys. So, anyways, but separate story. I, so, I was talking to a friend today. Who's a friend, and she. So, she does like clean water activism, and she is. I think she's twenty one, but she works for this nonprofit, and um, they. They. She does. She has like so many experiences, like outside the country, in the country of doing clean water activism and she's really really amazing and she like low-key maybe the next president of something somewhere um for sure she like she's just ridiculous like she called me she was like she's gonna write a bio for us about herself what she does like all this i was like oh okay yeah not necessary but (laughs) sure so she's gonna write that and then send it to us just to give us like a framework for next week of um like questions we can ask her and things like that but oh great so potential future guest right i remember yeah. that. yes yes yes, yes potential can future guest. So, can you share this person's name just so we can refer yeah, to her, I, her name anisa levon anisa okay cool yeah so she's originally from somalia i think and she lives in ohio 
she goes to school in Ohio, but she's also like from Ohio. But she also does a lot of like women empowerment stuff. And she's super, I actually met her at Ohio State. I didn't go there, but I went there for like this conference for like women in politics. So I met her there and, um, and she's just like so amazing. What's so, she up to? What should we talk to her about? Well, right now she's doing a project in Ethiopia for clean water active, like clean water resources. I don't know too much about it, but that's been her main project for the past five months. But the nonprofit she works for is called Horn of Hope, specifically focuses on young people creating change. So like every, all the efforts they do is like really supporting young activists. So they basically will like fund her to like do different projects. So I think she even did stuff in Michigan, I want to say too. Yeah, she's doing clean water um, stuff, right? She was probably in Flint. Uh, she had like great result for like another thing that I kind of forgot about. But we're also going to talk about tomorrow. But she's also going to send us a bio. But anyway, she's a super cool young person who's like low key America's version of Malala, I think. Well, she didn't get shot in the face, but she is important <laughs> distinction. <laughs> Glad she didn't get shot in the face. That's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. But she's so like she's so driven, so amazing, and I only see stuff up from here. But on a second point, I recently last two nights ago, is today Wednesday? No, Thursday. Two nights ago, I went to the new school to hear Beatrice Finn talk. Oh yeah, I and saw she, your Insta- I saw your Instagram. She, she followed me on Instagram. Damn. A Nova Warrior. Your friend circle is expanding. Yeah, (laughs) you you can count her as a friend. Like for like, follow for follow. I mean, she said, thank you for, you know, coming and then followed me. And I was like, yes. That's it. You're friends now. That's how it happened. And then I looked at my Instagram and I was like, oh, I really am really going to reflect before. Has she she liked any of your posts yet? I guess this is going to be the real (laughs) test. Well, she liked the post about her. But I haven't posted anything since. Test I know it, the nonprofit world, but she she literally just won the Nobel Peace Prize last year. Oh my god, she's amazing! So basically, she's talking about nuclear weapons and how they are a representation of the patriarchy and colonialism. And she was talking about like the history of even the name atom, like atom, which actually is a French word meaning swimsuit, and. <laughs> and nicknamed and then they had this whole advertising campaign during like world war ii where like they also like bikini actually is based off of this word atom as well referring to the atomic bomb and then there's B- bikini atoll which is you know where they destroyed it and tested all the bombs yeah, yeah. and then she let us know that there's a uranium in new york on west 20th and um, also that in St. Louis, there's this movement with moms. So basically, there's this big nuclear waste plant in St. Louis, Missouri. And this is happening currently. And um, the government just like, you know, put nuclear waste there. And they started realizing, the mo- moms basically in the community started realizing because they started having like, like their children and then families were having like nosebleeds and like people getting sick and, you know, all these things. So they have this nonprofit literally just called Just Moms. Hmm. And they are at the courthouse, like, or at the, where, you know, Capitol building, like, every other day um, protesting and doing a lot of great stuff. And they're actually moving forward with, um, like, removing this nuclear waste plant. But she also mentioned that 
the entirety of the United States is uh, radioactive because yeah. of the tests that we had done in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Obviously, we were the first country to test nuclear bombs. Um, so, fun fact. And then, but she was dope. Like, because, so there were some people in the audience and it was really, so, you know, everyone asked like anonymous questions. And there was a question. So she basically was like, she said, men created the problem. So, of course, we women will have to fix it. And she's only 36 years old. She's like super young to be the executive director of this major international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons. And they only need 30 more states to ratify the treaty banning nuclear weapons for it to become international law. And it was just really amazing. And so they're doing just like amazing stuff. I'm like low key obsessed with That's her. That's incredible. Slash one Understandably. And she, um, and she followed me on Instagram. <laughs> That's the key point of this entire story. That's really that what we know. She is currently following me on Instagram. I saw Does where she her- want to follow KOSM Media. Yes. Yeah, why doesn't she follow Quest on? I should invite her. We should invite her. Ah, the no Bring her on. Bring her DM on. Her. <laughs> Direct message her, Amelia. That's, that's your new goal. That's your thing for the week. Yo, Amelia, slide into those DMs. <laughs> so, in, so in review, you're on. in love, and you might be getting us a really interesting person or two very interesting people on our show. That's what I surmise from this conversation so far. Yes, yes. agree. <laughs> the two next presidents of somewhere, please, hopefully. Wow. But yeah, she was mage. She was mage. Someone well, asked I her, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to put on my editorial hat and say, oh, no, and oh, right say, how can we turn this into content for the site as this is an editorial meeting? Okay, the title will be A Nobel Laureate is Currently Following Amelia on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally read it. I can't wait for you to write that. Okay, I'm going to start now. I'm opening a Microsoft Word document. It, it should be like your initial thoughts when you were like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. Like a... No, I have screenshots. That I literally, I said to like multiple it. people. Moment by moment. I was like, you guys. <laughs> I love it. And then, and then it was funny because my friend, her like SZA had commented on something she wore like a couple years ago. And she was like, oh my God, this is your SZA moment. <laughs> it is. It is. Except she won the Nobel Peace Prize, which I just, I don't even know how to behave, you know, around her. I really yeah, am admired at how, how well you're taking it. Like, I'm really in awe honestly, of just how humble you've managed to stay I, through all of this. <laughs> you're just really the same old Amelia, you know? <laughs> With one new friend. <laughs> Plus one. Yeah. Me and Beatrice. Beatrice and I. Uh, Amelia, before we move on, I yeah. definitely want to have your friend on next week. Yes, uh, if I just you, wrote the title of the article. We And we can talk to her about whether she wants to write something herself or just mm-hmm. be a guest oh, or if you want to do a QA and a with her or write a profile oh, of her. Yeah. I'm I open to all of those, but she's your friend and congratulations again for having a friend. Thank you. Uh, she's your friend. And it, just a little bit of advice. Here's what friends do. They talk to each other. 
they see what they want to do, they communicate, <laughs> give you some guidelines. So talk to her when you get a chance, see if she wants to write something herself or if she's down for a Q&A or profile, because I'm very interested in her story. Word. And I'm looking forward to having her on. Uh, okay, so uh, I do want to move us a little bit uh, towards wrapping up, but I want to give chances for what I like to call burning desires. Uh, are there any story ideas that we missed, particularly Anne uh, or Sarah? Do you guys have anything that we rushed over? Is there anything we missed? Anything you want to share before we get out of here? No pressure if you don't. Either of you? No. So I had a very weird thought this week that I will share because I listen to far too many podcasts. And one was talking about the wealth gap with like people who can have kids and can't and how expensive it is to have kids. And then the other thing I heard was that there's a wealth disparity gap between sports and baseball specifically and why the population of African-Americans in um, baseball have dropped in the last decade because it's gone from like I want to say 17 or 18 percent to 8 percent because it's a more expensive sport to play and the travel days are more expensive. And I think both of the it's interesting to see how one's kind of a male dominated arena, one's more female dominated. But it always still comes down to like what you can afford and how what you can buy then affects your kids and like what they can then do for themselves. So I don't know. There's there's something in that. I don't really know what it is, but I just thought it was an interesting parallel between you know, the different things that people set out and have as goals in their life and who's allowed to achieve them. Yeah. And those are very, you know, pretty fundamental near and dear, uh, you know, stereotypical American ideals, right. You know, Mm -hmm. those archetypes, no matter how real they are, uh, Mm -hmm. exist mythologically as, you know, being a mom, and uh, app, and uh, baseball, we just got to put apple pie. We got to put apple pie in the mix. You know, like find find out if the cost of apple pie has gone up so much that some people don't have access to it. I love that idea. I think there's definitely a piece there. If you want to um, sit down and start writing towards it, you're welcome to. No pressure, but I think conceptually, it works. The other thing I will say this, just as a baseball fan and specifically as a Giants fan. Um, you know, people in baseball talk a lot about declining numbers of African-American baseball players at all ages and all levels of play wow. in that same time frame. This is, has been a big conversation for a long time. Um, and there's been a lot of effort by Major League Baseball to do outreach to the African-American community and try and get more people back involved. One theory, and I, again, I have to say this because I'm a Giants fan, uh, <laughs> is that the way that Barry Bonds was treated uh, throughout the steroid controversy and by media at large that he, you know, he became like the poster child for um, performance enhancing drugs during that era when a lot of people were using performance enhancing drugs because he was an easy target. A lot of people, and but here's the other thing. He was the best, right? He's hit more home runs than anybody else has ever hit. He's hit more home runs in one season than anybody's ever hit. Any hitting record you can break, he's broken. I mean, he's arguably the best. Uh, if not, I mean, you know, you could say one of the best, top five, top three baseball players of all time, right? And a very public figure who was really unfairly singled out uh, as the face of um, the performance-enhancing drugs in the steroid era. And 
the perception or at least the theory goes, a lot of young people, you know, the way that young people get involved in sports is they're like, they look at their heroes like, oh, I want to be like this guy. I want to be like that guy. People want to be like Jordan. Now kids want to be like LeBron, you know? Um, and Barry Bonds was so maligned. Like it wasn't enough that he was the best, right? He was the best and everything was taken from him. Mm. Uh, and he was essentially demonized. Uh, and people have said that that has had a, an effect, particularly on young African-American men who may have been interested in baseball. So you don't have to put that in your story. It's a theory. But anytime I get a chance to defend Barry Bonds. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. I like Barry Bonds. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guys he was hitting home runs off of were taking performance enhancing drugs, too. So what's a level playing field? All right, that's it. I'm not going to have a steroid conversation right now as much as I want to. <laughs> okay, uh, I, make this episode more hodgepodgey. Go, go, go. Go for it. <laughs> Please. Well, what counts as a performance enhancing drug? You know, Tiger Woods <laughs> got LASIK surgery so that he could see better than 2020 vision. You know, yep. like and golf is one of those sports that's like vision is like so important. You have to be able to see such long distances. He had an advantage over everybody else. Nobody just because there wasn't a rule on the books about getting <laughs> LASIK surgery to make your eyes better than everybody else's <laughs> eyes. You know, no one's trying to take Tiger's trophies away. <laughs> that that's it. <laughs> that's it. OK, that's my long. That's my last <laughs> example. Does this no keep you up at night? <laughs> it really does because you just, you know, people. Surprised. He needs to be in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Barry yeah. Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. It's insane that he's not. He's not? He, no. They, he hasn't even made a ballot. Like, it's it's so crazy that he's not in the Hall of Fame. It actually does keep me up at night. It hurts my brain. And nobody has any sympathy for him. Yeah, that's how serious it is. That's how serious it is. <laughs> Really, really unfairly maligned. We don't know how to think about that issue. You know, people get, it's like, you know, Alex Rodriguez, man, he's on uh, TV all the time. People are like, yo, A-Rod's pretty cool. I like him on TV, you know? Like, yeah, that guy was doing steroids all the time too. Like he admitted to blood doping and like we have his trainer going on record. Barry never admitted to anything. He also never got caught doing anything. He also never was convicted of anything. Did I say I wasn't going to talk about this for a long time? (laughs) Barry, Barry. Okay, that's that's tonight's sports. Okay, uh, all right, and you're up. Last one. Yes, thank you, Eming, for moving us along. <laughs> no, I don't know. I love Anything. all the topics that you guys talked about because, like, because I read what do I read? Like the political stuff on um, on Instagram. So I like reading all those silly kind of bullying memes <laughs> or comical things of whatever. Um, and then sometimes when I think of Instagram, I think of those people as friends. They're just like your internet friends. So that was like a, a funny concept, I think. To yeah, that's an important to- point, Anne, that I wanted to make earlier, actually. What about your friends roasting you on your Instagram page out of love? <laughs> Are they going to get singled out as bullies? <laughs> if you had a bad day, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. If somebody roasts me too hard, I'm reporting it. <laughs> Report the comment, block them. Yeah, I don't know. So the internet, yeah, to me is it's a it's an interesting thing, and I feel like I'm still learning. So even like talking to everyone here like this is crazy Um, because I've only maybe Facetime like three times in my life. (laughs) This is what we Um, do every damn week. (laughs) (laughs) Second day. Yeah, Yeah, this isn't an Instagram post. This is real life. So that's crazy to me. 
But for me, <laughs> technology, um, I've discovered Facebook Marketplace. And uh, I like, I mean, my grandma grew up thrifting and like finding little things, you know, at garage sales. My babysitter did it. And um, this is like a virtual garage sale kind of place. Yeah, I don't know anything about uh, Facebook Marketplace. Oh, Tell God. me. It's like, so addicting. It's ridiculous. Is um, it like an eBay Craigslist situation? Yes, but it's like right here. Like, okay, I'm in Vallejo. I'm going to see what they have. And then I'm like, oh, so I got the baby like um, like an outside picnic table thing. You know, little tykes, 20 bucks. I was like, deal. <laughs> <laughs> and when you Google it, it's like, I don't know, $75 or 100 you know, something crazy. So... Yeah. But then I've been selling like the baby stuff on there too. And, um, and then, you know, there's all these questions like, do I meet people in person? Like, do I just yeah. leave it on the doorstep? Do we meet at the Seven Eleven? you know, like, go to a public how... place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like Craigslist rules apply, right? Like if you wouldn't do it on Craigslist, you shouldn't do it on Facebook. Is, yeah. is that the rule? <laughs> That's yeah. The Craigslist rules were basically like, you might die. Jesus. But you also <laughs> might get a good deal on a coffee table. So, <laughs> your coffee. Like a like a <laughs> well, well, like the Instagram. I don't know. Or a really good one. Or a really good one. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. That's true. Yeah. I don't right. know. It's just an interesting way to make money, but virtually. Yeah. That was a new yeah. one. Well, it's a lot. We've had, I don't know if you saw this on the site, but uh, one of our contributors, my cousin Jordan, wrote uh, like a gig economy piece about like, mm-hmm. He's, you know, an independent rapper, Uber driver, like his whole life basically exists in social media or in apps in one way or another. Wow. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And we do have our vertical technocracy is starving for content. So if you have ideas oh, on tech, on tech, on tech, on <laughs> tech related stuff. Nothing else. <laughs> hey, man, what can I say? I like music. Um <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. This was great. I'm glad that we opened it up for an editorial meeting. I think we reaped a lot uh, out of this meeting. So thanks. Welcome back, Amelia. Welcome for the first time. And Sarah, it's a pleasure. I'm sure your dog wants to go out. So your dog's going to be happy to hear that I'm wrapping it up. Uh, And and (laughs) Eming, thanks again uh, for suggesting this. I thought uh, it's, it's really nice to revisit this format for editorial meeting. And I think we're getting a lot of good stories about it. So just look, check your email, check your DMs. I will be following up with you and holding you accountable for this stuff. All right. Thanks to everybody for being here. Thanks to our listeners. Until next time, quest on everybody. This episode of quest on media's margin call was produced in Richmond, California. No you mm, mm. no you mm. no you, mm. no, you mm. I want my baby back baby back baby back. I want my <laughs> That's going to the podcast. Baby. <laughs> That's what I said. Balls. <laughs>